Hello everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. Hope you had an amazing weekend of relaxation, recovery, resetting, all of that good stuff. And I hope you are revved up, ready to go for this upcoming week. The Olympics have started and boy is there some fireworks and some things happening in Tokyo. We're going to talk about some of those things here. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Ah, that's right. Hawaii stand up again. Shout out to our very own Little League 10 under team from Hawaii Kai Fear 808. They just won the Pacific Southwest Regionals in Utah and they're headed to the Rifkin 10 Underworld Series, which is going to start August 6th in Florida. Man, look, congratulations. I know we've had Hawaii youth baseball teams represent and go on and win the Little League World Series before Little League World Championships. Uh, we're doing our thing in baseball. We're doing our thing in all sports. Let's just be honest, Hawaii. Uh, I've talked about this. We've got a lot of up-and-coming athletes coming out of this beautiful state. So I just want to shout out Fear 808. And yeah, that's right. We come in uh, Florida. Let's go. Good luck to you guys. Continue that. Stay together. Keep working hard. And um, yeah, keep showing them what we can do here in Hawaii. Ooh, I'm telling you, we got some hammers here. Look, shout out to our very own Rachel Osevich for defeating Paige Van Zant in her bare knuckle fighting championship debut. Uh, Paige defeated Rachel back in 2019 in a UFC bout. And so Rachel was able to avenge that loss and did so in a dominating way. They went five rounds, right? And I'm gonna repeat, bare knuckles, right? So, so all they had was the hand wraps, right? If you guys don't follow the bare knuckle fighting championship, it's sort of this newer thing that's, that's going on, this new fight promotion, and it's gained a lot of traction uh, in, the, in the entertainment world uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, fighting. So, look, Rachel, came out, she had something to prove, and she did so by continuously, over the course of this fight, landing her vicious overhand right. And she was talking to Paige Van Zandt during the fight and quoted, she said, when she would catch me with something, I'd say, nice, but this is my fight. So she was letting her know throughout the course of the fight that this is mine. And she was backing it up with every single punch. And at the end, unanimous, unanimous decision. So shout out to Rachel Osevich for getting back on the win column, getting that confidence, and again, proving to the world what she is really about, what she's capable of, and again, representing one of so many amazing fighters that we have coming out of Hawaii. So congratulations, Rachel. Great job. Keep throwing them hands. <clears throat> I told you I would keep you guys updated on this situation. The Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, according to ESPN sources, say that they are close to getting a deal, to getting Aaron Rodgers signed. Uh, 
who know, they don't know when, if it's going to be in time for the start of training camp, that's their hopes would be. But it's looking like this deal will be a one-year deal. Huge upside for Aaron Rodgers, I'm assuming, right? Big payday, but it would allow Aaron Rodgers possibly a clean exit after this, this season. That's kind of what they're talking about. I'm sure the details of the contract, if it gets done, will be put out. So I'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. So all you Green Bay Packers fans, uh, there's hope that Aaron Rodgers will be back in time to play this 2021 season. So uh, we'll see. Today's Olympic coverage is brought to you by Aloha Termite and Pest Control and Hawaii Honda Dealers. And we are about to dive in to the Olympics. And the story that I'm going to be talking about today is the surfing debut that just happened. Um, And what's interesting about this is we've got world champs, right, from Hawaii, representing the United States in in the Olympics out there in Tokyo. Carissa Moore uh, on the female side and obviously John John Florence on the men's side. And this is what they do, right? They do this on a daily. They're world champs. They've traveled, the, you know, and they, they toured. This is what they do. But the magnitude in which the Olympics brought, the debut, first time, in, in, in surf that was mediocre in size, but yet the nerves of, of the moment, the nerves of this... Um, Got to not just them, but everyone, right? Carissa Moore said that she, she had anxiety you know, prior to, to the heat, prior to the, 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 the event starting. John John Florence didn't make it out of his first heat. He had to battle in his second heat to advance. You know, so, so these are the best of the best, but yet because of the circumstances, because of the magnitude of the moment, knowing what they're, what they're a p- part of. The debut, surfing, debuting in the Olympics. That is huge. This is their biggest surfing event that they've ever been in, in their entire lives. And so just want to sort of highlight them and showing and letting everybody know, like, look, hey, even the best of the best feel it. They feel the moments. And it's not a negative thing. It's natural. It's natural to get nervous in big moments. Man, I was nervous, you know, on my, my third child being born. I've been through it two times. I was really nervous, you know? So it, it, it's, it's just one of those things, but it's the Olympics. And I'm just proud to, to know that we've got two representatives from Hawaii out there doing their thing, overcoming that little, little bump, and then going back to just doing what they do, having fun, in which they said, you know, they got to settle in and, and get more comfortable. And so just wanted to highlight them, highlight the sport of surfing in its, in its debut in the Olympics. So congratulations. And everyone that, that's, that's, that surfs, I bodyboard, anyone that's in, you know, that game, that, that, that lifestyle, you should be proud. You should be extremely proud and happy that the sport in which we enjoy and we're passionate about is now an Olympic sport. And 
you know, it's, it's at the highest of highs. So just wanted to highlight that. Congratulations, you two. Keep going. Keep striving. Keep stroking. And keep riding. Keep enjoying the ride. Today's Olympic coverage was brought to you by Aloha Termite and Pest Control and Hawaii Honda Dealers. All right, and I want to close with this. This final story is extremely dear to my heart. I've been wanting to talk about it sooner, but the timing was for today. The Canadian Football League training camps have been underway. Uh, you know, last year, as everyone went through, the pandemic caused that year not to happen. And so a lot of these players, a lot of guys retired, right? Over the course of the last year and a half, there's been more players from the CFO retire um, than any other year. And, you know, the uncertainty, is the season coming back? Will there even be the CFL anymore? You know, guys had to move on with their lives. You know, guys that were in their later stages of their career, they had to find jobs. They had to, you know, take care of their families, whatever the case may be. And so, you know, I'm excited. I'm happy for these guys. My, my only hope is that the guys that are in camp right now have been preparing more than they've ever prepared before. And I know because of the pandemic, the training um, opportunities wasn't as, uh, wasn't as readily available, right? You couldn't just go to a gym. You couldn't, you know, maybe you could go to a park. But a lot of guys in Canada, the winter, right? There's a lot of things, a lot of factors that come into play when it comes to preparing for a, a CFL season. You know, I was speaking to one of my, my good friends uh, on one of the teams and the first week, I think it might have been the first day, they sustained, I believe, three Achilles tendon tears, right? And, and that's the fear in, for me, is that you can't just go that long without doing it and expect to come back and make those hard cuts and explosively just come out of turns and something like that not, the, the percentage of that go up, right? So I just hope that a lot of these guys have been truly preparing themselves and are ready, game ready. Because here's one thing about the CFL. There's not a lot of time. Training camp's not that long, right? There's only two preseason games and you know, there's 18, right? But it's 18 regular season games, but which is now shortened because of the late start. And so you got to be game ready like that, right? You haven't hit someone. Guys haven't gotten tackled. Guys haven't tackled in almost two years. So there's going to be that adjustment period. And I hope the coaches and everyone, they all know that. So I just hope they eased the boys into it. And, um, you know, number one thing is, you know, we don't want any injuries. And uh, look, I know I'm going on and on and on about this. That's my heart. That's my passion. That's where I created my career is in, 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 the, in the Canadian Football League. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to the CFL. I'm happy to see it kicking off here shortly. And I can't wait to be talking to a bunch of you guys uh, and catching up here soon. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you guys are having an amazing start to your week. It's a beautiful Monday out here. Um, enjoy it. Enjoy every day. Enjoy every moment. Keep working hard. 
keep working to be better today than you were yesterday. Just as long as you keep that mindset, every day presents a new challenge and a new push and a new motivation for yourself. I'll see you all come hump day Wednesday. Oh, 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 oh,